What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related on today's episode. Of course, we'll be previewing the Chicago Bulls game against the Los Angeles Clippers. We also have a voicemail from Marvin, uh, which he gets into a lot of the things that I want to talk about as far as how the Bulls can and hopefully should end this season. We're going to get into all that and some more, but first, we got to cut that intro. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. First up, the Bulls have a test coming up in the Los Angeles Clippers tonight, coming inside the United Center, and this is where the Bulls need to answer the call. Now, Paul George in his first game back looked great. Many of us had expected, hey, maybe Paul George won't quite be Paul, Paul George right away. In that first game back, at least, he did very much look like exactly how you would expect Paul George to look and play, sparking a comeback victory for the Los Angeles Clippers. And so when you look at how the Utah Jazz play and how the Chicago Bulls play and where they currently sit, it's kind of similar. I'm not saying, that, you know, who's the better team or anything like that. So you don't want to overlook this. You don't want to just say, hey, Paul George is coming back. He may not be him. The Bulls need to be locked in defensively. They need especially uh, try to, to either limit what Paul George does or not do what the Bulls do a lot, and that is let role players go off against the Chicago Bulls if they can't contain Paul George. And when you look at this, the Bulls have defenders that they can throw at Paul George all game and keeping a very solid defender on him. Alex Caruso has done against a good against Paul George in the past. We can throw Javante Green on him and Patrick Williams as well. Now, there's not been any news yet on if Patrick Williams is going to be starting or anything like that. We don't. We just don't know. So I would not expect that coming into this game, even though he had. He played his most minutes in the last game and played probably his best defensive game and his best game on the boards as well. Don't expect that to initially mean that Patrick Williams is immediately going to be placed into the starting lineup. Now, it could. We'll see what happens with this. But again... I wouldn't expect it, especially because I'm 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 guessing that uh, Billy Donovan looks at Alex Caruso to be able to guard and do some some things well defensively against Paul George. Now it's not all about Paul George. You want to watch this Clippers team is a sneaky good team. Well, let me not say sneaky. They are better than their record because now Paul George is back. So anyone looking at records and things like that, it's not going to really indicate be a good indication on exactly how good this team can be. They sit at 44 and 32 right now. And so with that, this I expect this game to be one of those games in which we need Zach, we need DeMar to really do their thing. But this can be a game in which Vooch really could be the X factor in many ways, right? I'm not saying Vooch is going to have the best statistic game. I'm not saying he's going to blow anything out the water. But looking at the, um, the, the, the impact that Vooch can have, if he can, start, if he can get uh, started going early, it really could impact and make everything easier for everyone else. Zach Levine? Did not have the best game last game. We all know this, but one thing Zach Levine did do in that last game is he passed the ball very well. He got the ball out of his hands and know the heat when he knew he didn't have it. And then he came on very good for us in the second half as well after having a scoreless first half. How do the Bulls balance their offensive attack and what is the defensive intensity in this game in the United States are going to be the things that answer a lot of questions for how this game is going to go for the Chicago Bulls tonight. It could be one of those games where we, where it comes down the stretch and it's a very tight game. It could be one of those games as well where the Bulls have to fight back. We don't know. It could go a lot of different ways when you're looking at the Bulls versus the Clippers. But one thing that I will say with this team is that I need to see the heart and effort from this team. That's what it boils down to. Since we've been in this in the in in this second half of the season since the All-Star break, I've really gotten away from doing specific breakdowns because really when it comes down to the Bulls, it comes down to heart, it comes down to focus, and it comes down to 
players passing and moving without the ball. So if they can do those things, if the ball moving can come back, if they can feed the hot hand, if the ball does not stick in certain players' hands and we see very heavy iso ball, we know that the Bulls can be successful against any team. Now, that doesn't always mean to win, but they can be successful in what they want to do. That defensive intensity is going to be important as well. The bench. The bench in the last game scored 28 points, and that's big for a bench that is, I think, thinking bench scoring we ranked 28th. So because of that, if we can get those solid contributions from this team again, if we can finally string some wins back to back, how everything sits, the Eastern Conference, I said we'll be doing standings watch here. Right now, the Bulls again will be facing Boston in that first round, considering they are out and down time lord. I kind of expect this to be the way that it works out. Um, Brooklyn is back into the eighth spot now as well. So they uh, they they would have two games in the play-in rather than one and, and have a chance to get eliminated. So with the, the Eastern Conference standings being where they are, one of the key things that's going to be important for this Bulls team is how they finish out the, the, these last six games and five out of those last six games being on our home court in the United Center. And before I get into those things, I want to cut to this voicemail from Marvin. What's going on, Hayes? Marvin. Quick thought. Bulls finished the first half at 38-21, and 21, 17 games over 500. We didn't play 17 games since the break. We are 6-11. and 11. Now, in those 17 games that we played since the break, uh, 14 of those games have been on the road. Now, the Bulls are 6-11 and 11 since the break. Now, mind you, those road games, we have played 8 out of the last 10 games on the road, and we went 4-6. and six. I think any NBA team would settle for that. Now, as far as these last six games, we got a chance here, guys. If the Bulls, and get going at home, which are which where they are, the third best team in the NBA, and win these games down the stretch, it will really change everybody's mind. Uh, I'm hoping that Lonzo gets back by the Milwaukee game because today is the 10th day since they said they wanted to sit him and let him rest in day. So I want to say keep your heads up, guys. Maybe we can get through this. I know it's been a tough stretch, but if you think about the last 10 games, the Bulls are 4-6 and six with eight of those 10 on the road. I think any NBA team would take that. Let's try to get this win tonight, guys. And let's say solid. Let's stay solid. Go Bulls. And Marvin, the motivator, as always, looking positively. And, and Marvin dropped some very key points in this. We are one of the better home teams in the NBA. So if we're looking at anything with playoff standings or playoff watch or standings watch, whatever we're going to end up calling it, and not even just that. Standings watch be, be damned because I think the Bulls are kind of going to settle into that fifth seed they possibly can get into the fourth seed depending on how far Boston drops with with uh, who they're missing. But with that being said, whatever we gain from this Bulls team, whatever whatever vibe, whatever feelings we get heading into the playoffs, these last six and five out of these last six are going to dictate it all. The Bulls are one of the better home teams in the NBA, as I said before. And because of that, looking at this team, not even talking about us as fans, but them, the motivation factor, the 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 confidence builder. That all could happen very well in this home streak. So if the Bulls can string together and have a a solid home stand over these next five games, it not only changes the, the the mentality of the players going into the playoffs, but hopefully it can also change the mentality of some Bulls fans. Right now, we're seeing the pessimistic Bulls fans, the the Bulls fans that think, "Oh no, we're still going to find a way to turn it on before the end of the season." And I really think this home stretch is going to help help us come more towards the median of what this means, these final six games, all against playoff teams, how the Bulls measure up against these teams, how the Bulls play in these games are going to be so important for their confidence, for the fans' confidence, and for everything heading into the playoffs. This may be 
the most important stretch of the of the season for the Chicago Bulls, considering how things have gone since the All-Star break. I'm really looking forward and hoping for our team to pull it together and get their shit together. Play solidly, play together, come, come back together and be that team, that, that bond that we saw that on the court, the team that was having fun, the team that was playing for each other, the team that was that was just playing with so much heart. I've always said the thing that that bothered me so much in this recent streak of games since the All-Star break was that I was questioning the heart of this team. And hopefully, hopefully that heart and that focus, we can see that come back. Billy Donovan as well. Let me give my let me give the kudos to Billy Donovan in the way that he's coached the last couple of games, even though we lost, right? Uh the, the game before last, but how he's coached and how he's come down the stretch and really tried to make some adjustments, not only defensively, but offensively as well. Feeding the hot hand, going to Vooch more in the second half and not just get letting him get hot in the in the first half and then he, he gets like two shots the remaining part of the game. We need to continue to see that. When you feed the big man, things get easier for everyone out on the court. So looking at this last streak, this last home stand, this is for many ways, this is the last stand for the Chicago Bulls. Not only the last home stand, this is the last stand for the Chicago Bulls. And let's see how they measure up. And if that heart, that determination that we saw at the beginning of the season comes back. Now, before we go, I also want to talk about Lonzo Ball. Marvin touched on a little bit in his voicemail as well. This is the 10-day mark. We said we saw that he was going to be evaluated between the 7 and 10-day mark. So Lonzo Ball news may come sometime today. If that news drops, I will drop another video. You guys know I'll probably be one of the first ones to have that video up. If any news on Lonzo Ball does drop. But otherwise, other than that, make sure you're following the podcast at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave us a text or voicemail, you can do so at 773-270-2799. We all also will have our pregame, halftime hangout, and postgame shows all tonight for the Clippers game. So make sure that you're here. Make sure you're subscribed. Hit that bell notification as well. Like I like to end everything on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.